there were a lot of people in the comments who agreed and said that absolutely he should be able to break up with her, whatever. Um, but the majority of people who said that, you know, question his manhood and everything for choosing peace. They had a lot in common. I'll just put it that way. So Buff, what do you have on this one? What's for what did they have in common? <laughs> Chromosomes. <laughs> What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop-style podcast. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-host, Rizzy and Buff. Fellas, tell them what's on your minds. Coco! Let's go! I might be saying that throughout the show just randomly. <laughs> just randomly, man. Coco Golf, man. Uh, but I'm, I'm actually going to touch on that. At the end of the show, because I figured you guys are probably going to break it up as well. But if you don't know, women's tennis, Coco Golf, as we record today, literally just won her first major championship, the U.S. Open. So, that was as a teenager, watch. Yep, nineteen. Yeah, I think she's right. the yeah, third. She, she ties Serena. Uh, yeah, female. she ties Serena for the youngest. Uh, uh, okay, I, don't, I thought Serena was I think younger. She okay. was younger. Of, of of Venus. What didn't Venus win it first? It's Serena. Like, like some random person. Not random. Like it might have been like Mary Lou Redden or something. I don't know. Uh, well, you know, let's go to old trusty Google. <laughs> so while he googles that, I just was gonna say, um, Diddy gave back all of his artists' uh, publishing, which allegedly, by the way, because I don't fully trust Diddy. I never do. <laughs> but allegedly he's giving back all their publishing and some are still critical of that saying that they're not worth anything now and some are applauding saying Diddy's trying to turn around his image and, and be more honest if you will uh, BG is out BG from the Hot Boys he's out uh, I saw some comments on that that oh, I didn't feel like investigating it but I saw people making assumptions based on how he looked so I don't know what that was about because like I said, I had to investigate it, but he's out. Uh, he's one of my, part of one of my favorite groups, man, Hot Boys back in the day. So happy he's home. But more importantly, man, Elon Musk, you know, we always talk about, you know, how he's ruining Twitter, how he's having these arguments with um, Facebook owner name, who name I can't think of right now, Zuckerberg. Mm. But I didn't realize this loser pretty much affected the Ukraine war. And this isn't getting talked about enough, but apparently Starlink, Ukraine was using a Starlink satellite to target a Russian fleet. And he had people shut off their satellite so that they couldn't attack this Russian fleet. Now he's saying for two reasons he did that, because one, he said he didn't create Starlink for it to be used in war. And two, he felt like had they carried out that attack, then Russia would have turned to the nuclear option and literally used the nuclear bomb in tech. So, you know, I don't know how you want to view that, but that is a lot of damn power for an already rich and powerful man to have that type of power to affect a, 
a war. So I, I just, like I said, it doesn't get talked about enough, or at least I haven't seen it talked about enough. So I just wanted to mention that. Man. Yeah, that's one of the downfalls. What did Google of... like tell you, Ferg? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it <laughs> seems like there have been four, well, three women. Hold on. Let me see. Naomi was in her 20s, right? Mm-hmm. Osaka. To win yeah. the U.S. Like 21. Open. And maybe it's not modern era. Monica Sellis was 17 years old. Um, in 1991. Maureen Connolly was 16 years, 11 months in 1951. Martina Higgins uh, was 16 years, 11 months in 1997. And Tracy Austin, 16 years, 8 months in 1979. I must be Googling the wrong thing because I know Serena was supposed to be in that number. Are these major championships, Grand Slam championships? The U.S. Open, unless there's another U.S. Open. Oh yeah, it's a there's a golf US. So these Open. are these yeah, are tennis, tennis. I think youngest okay. to continue. We'll con- continue. All right, we'll come back to it. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember what you're about to say, Rising. Yeah, but. I was. I was just gonna say that that is the, the yeah that's the downfall of privatization of government like services. Uh, usually what happens when a government uses a service like that they put it they buy the service but they put it on like a government owned server like private server that type of thing where they own it or it's like you can't shut me off right like that that usually is a part of the agreement when you when they go through privatization when governments aren't rich enough to be able to do that a lot of times what they do is they just almost like me and you like hey at&t i need some internet they go you know and they go they go and just uh get go and ask these private companies to provide services for them and those services they can those companies can literally turn them off and and do things like that uh and and that kind of goes to the difference of like very very large uh countries versus smaller countries that have to just kind of where you like you said the company is actually bigger and more powerful than the country is uh and that's that's crazy to think like you said that a company or any type of individual can be more powerful than any country to be like yeah i'll just turn off your services and you can't say nothing you can't defend yourself is it really if i say you can't is it is it really that far-fetched though um i always look at you know we look at movies and books as entertainment, but there's usually, especially even science fiction, there's usually some truth to those things. But think about all these books and movies where these large corporations kind of just take over the world. Like you, you, you look at them and they're, you know, even especially like tech companies like ready player one and things like that. You see all these large corporations who become like, bigger than the government or they have a lot of influence over the government and I just I'm not surprised I mean tech tech's gonna either make or break us and so you know yeah. it's not surprising at all yeah it's just it, it's sad man but speaking of speaking of 
movies and all of that. I don't know if you guys saw AMC reached a deal with uh, SAG-AFTRA. So if you like The Walking Dead and all of those types of shows, uh, I think they have two spinoffs they're trying to do with them and everything. AMC got an exception from the strike so they can actually start filming on those again. So that's kind of cool that SAG-AFTRA is actually kind of looking at each individual request and they're giving us you know what they can on it um so i I think the big two that they're talking about is an interview with a vampire uh that season two is gonna start filming again and uh those spinoffs so daryl dixon and i can't remember the other one from the walking dead so if you like those series those will be back um dead city dead city yeah so those those will be back on the regular schedule now they even though they got the exception from SAG after they didn't reach an agreement with the writers guild so if the writing still kind of sucks or the script kind of sucks that's why it's like they can act all they want but if the writers didn't don't fix you know as they go along um because i think that's a lot of people think that uh the writers write the script and then that's it they're done with it but there's a lot of rewrites that happen throughout filming uh, usually with the directors and everything so there there's going to be some of that where it's going to be kind of stilted even in the um the acting that's happening but we'll see uh but i am i'm glad that they are trying to deal with this but we we told you guys when that strike happened um it's gonna affect how things happen uh and and how we can actually get good stuff out there i talked about one piece last week i finally i actually watched it it's awesome it's great and um the producer said that they actually have the script for season two already ready to go so as soon as the um the strike finishes up they'll be able to start on season two so and i i'm glad that it's going to get a season two because it really is the best live action adaptation i've ever seen so happy for that one um that's really all i got man oh one other thing i don't know the one chip challenge so uh, a 14 year old kid died after doing the one uh, chip challenge so Pacquiao or whatever I can't really pronounce it the uh company that owns the one chip challenge or whatever they are pulling all of their uh products off the shelves right now so you won't be able to find it and and you know the packaging very clearly says not for children adults only blah 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 blah. but we all know it's kind of like wine coolers we really know who drinks those and um so it's they're pulling it off from an abundance of caution is what they're saying so you won't be able to get the one chip challenge uh which is smart i'm I'm glad they're doing that but heart goes out to the kid that took the chip and started coughing they took him to the hospital he ended up dying from it now they don't know if the chip caused it or not but you know that it 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 makes sense because those things are hot so that's all i got the one chip challenge I, did, did I took a, a bite of it. I didn't. I didn't do the one chip challenge. Not the whole thing. Like I didn't take the eat, bite the whole thing because it was hot, and I was like, I'm not doing that. Y'all lucky my camera off because you, you would see the disappointment in my face. Cause that's the reason I ask. I'm what? like, you would do the one chip challenge? Yes, what? I bought one too, and I was gonna do it, but it like broke up and it crumbled because the kids like opened the packaging and messed with it, and so I just opened it and like took a little piece. Why? Why were you gonna do it? because i like hot food anyway and so it just looks fun to do it's no different than like oh give me the volcano wings like you just want to taste it like i want to i want to try it yeah i don't look do you try the volcano wings uh nah nah i do like spicy food though i I do do too but do you know do you notice a common denominator 
is like it's these challenges like try the volcano wings you know i can get hot wings extra spicy but this is it's so hilarious so they did the old bait and switch the whole parental advisory thing they did back in the 90s with uh rap cds just tell them it's uh <laughs> it's not intended for kids that'll set them straight mm-hmm. and the first thing they did is like oh because i've i've been in a record store before record store that's where people so for our young listeners way back in <laughs> um the 90s in the 19th century both well, the 20th century the 20th century 1900s yeah they used to have these things called record stores was where common folk went to listen to music and pick up the, all the latest music of the day you know and um you would go through these bins and things like that to find the the music that you were listen, looking for so let's say you wanted to buy the newest snoop dog city so snoop is a rapper i know you guys know him as like a reality show and all that state game show host but i'm coming a little history lesson back here but you could buy doggy style there was two versions there was the parental version that had the, the mark and the you know for radio version which one did you get buff it had to have that explicit <laughs> parental advisory explicit as soon as your parent walked into Walmart because that's where you got most of the um, like the edited versions Walmart would only sell the edited version so if your parent ah, you're went right. and bought a, a CD from Walmart you already knew he's like I don't want it mom like you can take that back yeah, I, I, really not going just, to I don't goodies. even want to listen <laughs> yeah they weren't going to Sam Goodies or any other other places so the same thing with the chips. I just I'm just so amazed people's infatuation with these new crazes. And Rosie, you're one of the. It's funny because every time like something new comes out, the first thing was like, Rosie, did you try it? You you <laughs> are why marketers have jobs. <laughs> and it's sad that it's things like this where they, while you know, look, these, look this that is my weakness. If inst- you put if you put new limited time only. I have to try it. I gotta try it. It is, yeah. Remember the chocolate, uh, the chocolate right. skittles. Nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like you M&M. don't have chocolate skittles. I was gonna say, is that just an M M&M? and M? No. Why would I? No, no. It was chocolate flavored skittles. There was no, there was no chocolate in it. It was skittles, but they were chocolate flavored. Sounds like that sounds horrible. Idea. Yeah, sounds like a bad idea. Why? Why? <laughs> why would you? They, did you they, they think were. They, they were good? really bad. No, but I had to try them to even, say even even whether they were even good. Even back or not. to the 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 one chip challenge, you knew it was hot. Like, what were your expectations? I didn't know how hot, and I wanted to know how hot they really were. <laughs> 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 like, like that's what it comes down to. Like, you know, are are they are they capping? Are they actually that hot? I need to know. Like, when, when these people are coughing and like, you know, drinking milk and like, oh my god, are they really? Is it really that hot? I had to know. But what what do you win when you find out? Besides knowledge of no, like, oh yeah, you're right. They're that hot. Nothing. But then you, then it, then it becomes a competition. Can can I survive longer than them and not cough and have to drink the milk and everything for a minute, two oh, minutes? There's levels to you know, it. I think, Sha- yeah, like Shaq only lasted like thirty seconds. Uh, and so you know, can I beat Shaq? Can I be you know, what's the longest that somebody's gone? You know, it's just that man. It's fun. 
doesn't it's sound no different fun than because the, the, you're like literally people do like the little what 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 whatever you're naming I'm probably gonna say I, that's stupid too <laughs> I'm not no whatever you're naming I'm probably gonna say that's stupid too but you know to, to each his own you know it is what it is back to the I original mean, yeah, point like, you like know, you you've never challenged off. somebody to I don't know push-ups or like hey how many how many pull-ups can you do or you know how long can you be in a chair versus me in the chair like I mean guys do we challenge each other to stuff all the time it's no different that's a personal challenge rather than hey let's create a chip and see how many idiots decide to bite this chip and buy this bag you know like I wouldn't I wouldn't participate in the push-up challenge on Facebook you know, I mean, a lot of people have. We had a there, personal. There's a there's a really yeah. there's a really cool TikTok where they have like a push up uh, challenge nope, where nope, you have nope, to like nope, nope, go nope, halfway nope, down, nope. down, up. So like, yeah, uh, it's actually fun. Yeah, yeah. I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you, man. I wish my camera was on because my my <laughs> uh, my my disappointment in your your logic right now is is written all over my face, but. Speaking of disappointment, I've been disappointing myself lately. So, uh, y'all know what dry snitching is, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Apparently, I've been wet snitching on myself. <laughs> Hear me out. So, there is, you like, this is probably one of the hottest summers ever. And in Houston, it's just ridiculous. And um, to the point where it's been triple digital weather for just. God knows how long. And I'm talking about like 107, 108, feels like 115, humidity, all that stuff. And so mostly Houston is like like the grass is scorched earth. And so apparently we're on a water uh conservation, you know, thing going on. So if you drive in my neighborhood, one of these things does not look like the other. <laughs> my grass is so green and overgrown <laughs> because before they put the water conservation alert out I'm like my grass is gone and so I up my sprinkler game and um, I didn't realize like because grass just like recovers really fast and so not only is my grass recovering cover like it's overgrown like my I need my lawn guy to come back out because my grass is just looks crazy but everybody else is like scorched earth I mean completely brown and so I have this patch of green in a neighborhood of brown and I'm like oh I hope they don't drive around like all right is anybody overusing hold on hold on when I say I stand out, I stick out like a sore thumb. It's hilarious. I'm like, man, I just need to turn my my sprinklers off for like a week or something because at one point I might have had it. I at least had it four days a week. At least. <laughs> that's that's a lot of water. Okay, five days a week. Five days a week. Five days a week at one point because it was just like so dry. I was trying to get my my ground back saturated because it was it was freaking the water. Uh, it had been dry so long. We had a drought that, you know, the ground was hard as hell. 
So I needed to get, you know, replenish that saturation in the water. And I guess I just forgot about it and probably ran an extra week or two. And um, yeah, it's there. So I have runoff now. Bruh. So I, I wet snitched on myself. <laughs> all right. That's pr- pr- pretty much all I got outside of um, the fact that Coco Golf is off- awesome and uh black girl magic again you know i've been i've been really hitting on that the last few weeks and i've watched pretty much all her matches and she's just phenomenal and so young so poised just seems like an excellent young lady the way she speaks the her connection with her family uh she's very spiritual so it seems humble but i loved her our humble brag and during her interview afterwards when she thanked all the haters or all, no, she thanked all the people who told her that um, pretty uh, much this was it. Yeah. That they rooted against her or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, whatever you won last, the last, yeah, that's, that's as good as it gets. Be happy. And for the young lady, she comp- uh, competed against my apologies for all the names. I called you during the game. You did not deserve any of that hate that I gave you. Same. Um, yeah. <laughs> Apologize for me too, Fur, because I I might have called her some names she did not deserve to be called. Yeah. And yeah, I, all I, that I lady see, did was trying to win a match. <laughs> I see how people get caught up. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh, last thing. I have a new guilty pleasure. Um somehow I'll be scrolling through Facebook and these little um and it made what made me think of this how we've been going off we went off on old girl was these new videos, these horrible acting videos, these Karen videos of like, they'll put somebody in a situation where, you know, one time this her little, her, really her name is Karen in the video and she was a flight attendant or, you know, and she was, uh, very disrespectful and judgmental to a lady who was oversized and made her buy an extra. She actually bought two seats and a, uh, she's like for her and her husband's like yeah I'm just gonna charge you for you know he's not gonna be able to fly because you're taking up both seats then another one she was just like uh, racial, pro- racial racially profiling another guy and a black dude who had a white daughter um, then she racially profiled another chick in a clothing store and it's like it's so bad but I just love seeing like it's so over overtly over the top and just and it's just like it's just so bad, but it's I like just prank. love seeing Karen was get that, put in Was that place. the movie or the show? No, it, it, no, it's just so bad. It's just like you know how they have like these. You'll probably see these. It's like spiritual shows, like where you know the husband wins the lotto and cheats on his wife and breaks up with her, and then the next chick gets over. Like it's like all these shows, like you know, be careful what you wish for and be patient. God has something for you. It was one of those. Don't judge a book by its cover and treat people nicely. All great messages, but the acting's so bad. And I love seeing Karen. Karen is my favorite character. <laughs> I, I love to hate Karen. I like you. I'm going to send you guys a video. It's so bad. You probably get through like yeah, a minute yeah. and a half of it. And you will you'd be like, this is so bad. But you're like, what is Karen going to say? Her acting is yeah, yeah, so bad. I, so yeah, I definitely got to see that. So, did we did we talk about Colorado? Did we? I, I think we talked about Coco Golf, but we not we did not talk about Coach Prime Colorado, and um, we talked about the haters and how Coco Golf um, you know said something at the end of hers. But I am loving what Colorado is doing uh, this year. I mean, 
those boys came out and they are sticking it to all the haters, man. Like I, I, I've watched both of their games like they were Alabama games. Like I, I was like, oh, they're they're playing. Let me let me put it on. So it's it's been serious. Prime did something, man, because the the games are sold out. People are watching. I mean, he's he's getting numbers at Colorado like they're a top tier team, even though and and they they hit top twenty five. So, but I mean, hats off to him, man. I, I think it's I think it's important to I think the biggest criticism they got was, you know, yeah, his son put up those numbers, but you know that was against you know HBCU schools, and then he goes out his first game against the team that was in the championship just earlier this year. Yes, they lost a lot of players, but still they were ranked number seventeen. Colorado was supposed to lose by I think twenty some points, 20, like a twenty yep. some point underdog. Yeah. And he he puts up the most passing yards in Colorado history, throws four touchdowns, no interceptions, and wins the game on their field in TCU. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, It's just cool. Listen, uh, if you listen to the show, I think we all pretty much agree we hated how Deion left Jackson State, especially after the promises he made to their school and to the players that came there to play for him. I still hate how he left. That has not changed. But I can also say, well, look, what I'm going to do, be mad at him for the rest of my life? Like, okay, he's there now. I do still want to see him succeed. I want to see those players succeed, like his son. Uh, the guy, Travis Hunter, oh, man, what a baller. Like, oh, I want to see man. those guys succeed. So, yeah, yeah, he's a baller. So, you know, it's, it's just been cool watching him and, you know, seeing how far they can go because it's, it's definitely an interesting season so far. Agreed. Agreed. So, um, is Sophie here? No, she's not. No, she's not. She's at a party. Yeah, Sophie, yeah. She's, Sophie, you know, uh, Sophie. Sophie is a socialite. I'm about so to say, Sophie, she gets Sophie's to social life parties. is like, yeah. <laughs> she does, man. She gets, she, it's funny, like, no matter what the kid is in the school, they love Sophie. Like the nerds love her, the cool kids, the athletic kids, like all the kids love her. And she gets invited to almost every party. So we we literally have to be like, yes, you can go to that one. No, you can't go to that one because you're going to that one. Um, we have something. We're gonna be out of town. You gotta tell them no. Like almost every weekend, there's a choice to be made whether she's gonna go to a party or not. It's crazy, man. So I love her for it, but I I feel like a chauffeur a lot of weekends based on that. You are a chauffeur. Continue. Um, I am on on Twitter at on Twitter at gamblers underscore dream. Uh, it's called the premium, but their 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 Twitter handle is at gamblers underscore dream. They tweeted when Coco was down when she lost that first set six two. They tweeted pretty quiet now, aren't you, Coco? I'm surprised she hasn't complained yet. And like everybody's tweeting her now, tweeting them now, her holding up the trophy. I think they deleted this tweet because when I try, when I click on it, nothing's popping up. So at Gambler's Dream, put that tweet back up, man. I mean, y'all was big and bad when y'all put it out there. Don't don't delete it. Don't delete it. Put it back up there. Say it with your chest. Go ahead. That's, that's one of the people uh, she was talking about. For exactly. Her. Yeah. That's exactly what it was.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So, but All right. I got a joke for y'all. Um, I do, I do. I have a joke. So, what do you call a reluctant potato? A hesitator. <laughs> a hesitator. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. That's not bad. You know. Ah, how's it going? How's not it going? Bad. <laughs> Hold on, you just you you you're going too far. Just 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 accept that's not bad. And um keep the party going. <laughs> All right, who's uh, up, man? Who we got? Who's going first? Uh I I'll, I'll yield. I did I went, we did a lot I of went, talk in the beginning. I went first last week. So Riza, go ahead and jump into it. All right. Um I have two. But I think I want to do this one. All right. Uh, so saw a, t- a tweet, and it started Are a whole conversation. Tweets? So, oh, an an X. I, I don't know what they call. I, them I forgot them. what X calls them. They call them something. I forgot. Uh, they still tweets. Them. Yeah, yeah, they tweets. Your mama so, named your tweet. There it is. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so the tweet basically said, um, a guy broke up with his girlfriend because her son was bad and I saw that I, I want to ask that. you guys is that <laughs> a legitimate a reason yeah yeah and is that a legitimate reason for breaking up with somebody like to end for, to end a relationship because the kids are bad yes <laughs> let's, let's, let's take this let's take this further any reason is a legitimate reason to break up with anybody you don't need especially if you're not married you don't have to stay with anybody you can break up with somebody because they snore and i like to sleep and it's just like she's cute (laughs) but she snores and i'm over it call it petty call it what you will call it call call me single and you know i and the funny thing was the comments so the, the the right answer is it's okay so anything else is wrong just just what it is um so let's shift that question and talk about the comments because I think that's what was the real problem. You know, um, people's expectation of others and why they should stay in a relationship. Cause I, you know, first thing, a real man would not run from this responsibility and recognize that, uh, they've been together for so long. And the problem is he needs a real man in his life and he should step up and, you know, to make that change she can't raise him by her so like all these things and i'm like and the mom was just the crazy thing is in a video the mom was justifying the actions of her son 
Mm-hmm. So that's the thing is, I don't know. I mean, and I'm not going to say who was saying that, but it, it seemed really one-sided. And we had a lot of people, I'm not going to say it was one-sided. There were a lot of people in the comments who agreed and said that absolutely he should be able to break up with her, whatever. Um, but the majority of people who said that, you know, question his manhood and everything for choosing peace, they had a lot in common. I'll just put it that way. So, Buff, what do you have on this one? With for what did they have in common? <laughs> Chromosomes. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna say yes because um, everything Ferg said. Plus, I know a real life situation to where this guy's marriage ended basically because. She allowed her kids that he helped raise because when they first started dating and got married, the kids were very young. But as they become teenagers, you know, she allowed them to disrespect him. And it was like, a you know, it's always just that one final straw. And it was one final straw when they were in an argument and the son said, whatever, I'll get my father who was doing nothing for him, by the way, throughout his life but I'll get my father to come and F you up. And he pretty much looked at the wife like, this cool with you? <laughs> so once she did nothing about it, it's like, okay, he checked out and he did all the necessary steps to leave that marriage. Now you could say that's an extreme example, but it can come to that because usually if the kids are that bad, that means that that mother, that parent, is allowing a lot of things to slide and she's going to let them slide or he or he's going to let those things slide even when you guys enter into a relationship and if you're someone that doesn't want to put up with that then there's no sense in wasting your time or their time aboard mission yeah yeah i i'll, I'll throw some nuance in there right i i agree with you for that you could you should be able to break up with somebody at for any reason um, it's kind of like an at-will work state, right? I can break up with you for any reason. I don't have to give cause. But, <laughs> you know, other, other than I just don't want to be in this relationship anymore. That's the whole point of dating versus us being married, right? That I'm, I, it's easier to get out of this situation. Um, I, I think you shouldn't go in like, oh, the kid's bad on our first date and I'm out, right? Like, it... it if you like that person enough, you can be a father figure for that person or for that kid and, and maybe mentor them up. Um, and so I don't want to say completely discount and be like, Oh, the kid's bad automatically walk away. But that wasn't this situation. Uh, again, kind of for you talked about the me, video. They have been together let me clarify for a while. Too. Let me clarify too. I'm not saying that a person should do that. I'm saying it is your right though. In your example, on a first date, you're like, oh, you got bad kids, I'm out. Or I can stay and be a father figure, or you can just be out. Like, it's, it's that simple. Like, there's there's women that don't go on second dates because she didn't like the color of a dude's car. You know, like, these are all, re you know, she was too fat. You know, like, people make their, we talk, 
there's red flags. There's just things that you just know are going to be problematic and maybe sticking it in there. It might work, but it's so early in the game. And a lot of these situations just cut your losses and move on. You don't have to be a father. To, you don't have to be a father figure to a bad kid. You can be a father figure to a good kid. I'm just saying. I like. I like. I, mean, that. I, like, I like that you bring up. Like, <laughs> I, I like that you bring up. You know, like, it's quick. a red flag. Because yeah, yeah. Like my thing is when when that kid is bad like that, it is definitely a red flag that that person doesn't know or it, can't raise that kid, can't communicate. There's something causing that kid to be bad like that, whether it is the parent being kind of dismissive and not doing anything about it, not disciplining them, uh, which means to, to your point, Buff, they're going to let them walk over you, too. And you're going to end up being a disciplinarian in that situation. And that's never kind of a good situation where the, the third party is coming in having to be the disciplinarian. Uh, and, and they're going to run into that situation where I'll tell my daddy or you not my daddy and this, that and the other. So I I definitely think it's a red flag. So because I mean I'm back in these dating streets and I I I'm with you. I probably if the kid's bad I'm uh, like I don't know if I want to do this or not. Like yeah. you know because I don't want to deal with it. Well, well I have the privilege and the honor of being able to mentor a lot of young men, and I'm not gonna sit here and act like it's the mother or the father's fault on them. Some of these kids just have their own, they have their own issues. We're, they're growing up in a world like no one else. This new world, you guys, if you don't see them and deal with them on a daily basis, it is new. That, that, sh- that our parents just ain't, ain't nothing you did that I've done. I'm all oh, that, that sh- relevant now. So there's mothers out here, two parent households out here trying to piece it together because the kids are trying to piece it together. It's so new that nobody, I, our generation, the current state of the world and the world's constantly changing. It is completely a whole new world. Like even your age, our age, the dating scene is different today than it was 20 years ago. The way people have to adapt, the way these kids are adapting, it's hard to relate. So I'm not saying that a, a mother who has a child, daughter or son who is struggling with behavior doesn't deserve help. I'm not saying it's her fault or any of that. What I'm saying is you as a suitor have the right to make that decision. And it might be unfair to the mother. She might miss out on some good people because of their decision around her kid. That hurts my heart. But at the same time, you, you're single once again. So you have the right to be selfish. And in this situation you were talking about, they have been together for a while. And at a certain point, you have to just recognize, like, I can't do this. You know, I just, yeah. I just, I just I know I, that I, I, I'm going to be miserable. No, I was just going to say, I, I agree. I, I think. I was just saying that it's a red flag, right? When we talk about red flags, that doesn't necessarily mean it's I'm cutting loose at any given point. I'm not saying that it's the parents fault or whatever. I'm saying it could be right. And that's a red flag. You need to investigate to see, do you want to deal with that? Right. What is it that's causing that kid? Cause it, it could be that they, they have, like you said, they're going through issues. They could, they could have ADHD and just need some Ritalin and they'll be good. Like, so it could be some of anything, but it's like, you have to make that choice. Do you really want to, to deal with it or not? Man, nobody should have to talk you into staying with somebody. Exactly. That's the point. There, there are women 
And I thought this was a joke at first until I posted it and people that I know in real life commented pretty much the same way. There are women that stop talking to guys because he has an Android phone. And I thought mm-hmm. that was a joke because I know Apple users give Android users a hard time. Or use the, the what was the, the, the cash app card. Cash app, yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. There was some nuance to that, but yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. women, yeah, that women, one. or or like, a, there's there's a there's a hard stop on. I don't date men with uh, kids like that for mm-hmm. that. That's they can have that requirement, right? Or I know my worth. I don't want to do that, and that's on their list that he can't have a kid at all. And I can't say that. Well, she can have a kid, but he can't be bad. Like I, I can put, set my my bar wherever I want to. I'm, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna go that far and just say because men and women both have their preferences. Everybody has their preferences. My point is, I, I and I urge women to be just as picky. I tell everybody to be that picky. If those red flags appear, like to me, it's when I read those comments, it was like you're trying to talk yourself into staying. You're trying to bypass those red flags. And I'm telling you, women, stop what you're doing. Listen to me. Stop it. You're going to be miserable if you keep bypassing red flags and talking yourself into staying in situations that are obviously not protecting your peace. I'm not saying it's easy. Um, That's a lot of times why why guys get bad raps. It's like, girl, men ain't that I like. He wasn't from day one. He showed you that. I showed you I wasn't. (laughs) And now you mad because. I'm not like I told you that you saw that (laughs) you know you were messing with me when I had a girlfriend now I'm I'm cheating on you and you mad like this is what I do (laughs) you know like you met me cheating you met me in these streets you met me doing these things you know um guys do the same thing you know they want to you know the whole you can't turn a whole to a housewife we try to but I love her dog you know but it's same thing but we'll we'll tell you like dog, let it go. You know, we'll give you that advice like dog. You know, she's you can't turn. The reason we have a you can't turn to housewife uh, statement. Do women have anything like that? Basically, all men are dogs. I Outside guess all men are dogs. Yeah, but like all men are dogs. So the that yeah, there is there is this just accept it. Yeah, yeah, it's like just accept it is their their kind of thing. Whereas we're like, nope, got to be picky. You know, and. I, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying, ladies, be picky. You deserve it. You have the right to be picky within reason. But don't don't bypass those red flags. If the child is going to be a problem in your relationship, then walk away. Don't waste your time. Go find somebody that doesn't have that red flag. There's plenty of single women, plenty of single men who have great kids out here that could enjoy and benefit from a bonus parent you know and there's some where it's they can benefit but it's just like the situation's too tough it's your dateability resume your red flag ain't even yours your kid is your kid your kids or your your crazy baby daddy your crazy baby mama can be a red flag like uh are you gonna break it with a chick because a baby mama crazy yeah i don't have time for that i mean you know well baby daddy crazy yeah i don't have time for that like if i if i gotta think about like <laughs> i really like her but i might have to fight this dude like constantly he's doing all this stuff it just causes too much trouble like hey you know i like you but i'm out and you can call me whatever you a real man a fight for my love you know 
he want to fight so y'all might be needing to be back together so whatever that is so the answer is no or yes or whatever it was cool cool good discussion man uh, what you got? On you. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go last. I've been talking a lot. We're good. All right. Um, so I listened to the Dan Levitard show from time to time, and he had an interview with uh, Stephen A. Smith several months ago. And during the interview, Stephen A. Smith, was he was talking about his relationship with his father. And at one point, he said something that made me rewind it because I wanted to make sure I heard him correctly. But he said... Um, I love my father, but I don't respect him. And I kind of like raised the eyebrow and uh, Tabitha and I kind of discussed it or whatever. And she kind of understood where he was coming from. I, I don't know if I quite co-signed that. Do you two feel like you can love someone that you don't respect? And I feel like, so when me and Tabitha were discussing it, she was saying, you know, there are things that somebody can do that you I'm not saying you yeah, you can love someone and not respect some of the things they do, but to no longer respect that person totally. I'm I put it to you, brothers. Can you respect some can you love someone that you don't respect? Berg, I saw you come off mute. You want to go first? Uh the answer is yes. Um I think there has to be a certain level, like cause in the word respect is so you know so tough like I love my biological father just because of the way I was brought up my mom and my stepdad taught, taught me to love everyone for who they are right but my level of respect for him is very low and not in like a disrespectful manner but like to you know what what am I going to respect you about? Right? Like, what have you done? Not even to earn my respect, but like to keep it. Like, I don't see, I don't see, like, you could have completely just not been in my life, but I look at you and I look at the things that you've accomplished. And, you know, my, when I think about respect, it's like your accomplishments and who you are and the things around you, like your energy, like, and I don't see that. And nothing gets me. He's a very loving person, you know, but it's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't know what to respect, right? Like there's there's nothing and I I sometimes I feel more like his parent than he's mine, right? Like I have to look out for him and talk to him, you know, and give him the guidance. And it's just like now I res- I will I show him respect because that's how I was raised as, you know, I'm not going to talk disrespectful to him. So there's never be a sign of disrespect. He's never he's never done anything disrespectful to me or make to make him me disrespect him. But like respect, like I respect you guys. I see the way you raise your kids, the way you treat your wives, the way you, you move and shape. Like we, you probably, if you think about it, you have friends are like, yeah, that's, that's my dog. Like, but when you look at the respect, you respect them for being a black man and, you know, growing up with you in mobile and other, but you're like, you don't really got no respect for them. Like they, they, what have they done with themselves that has earned Byron or Rizio's respect? So that's how I look at that. So maybe I misunderstood the question or I just think of it differently. Yeah. I, I, I think you have to flip it and think about it can you respect somebody and not love them? And that's probably a yes, right? You have respect for Obama, but you don't love Obama. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You respect people for what they did and how they lived their life. Like you said, Ferg, how, and everything. 
I, I think actions bring respect. Love, sometimes. Sometimes actions can bring love too, but a lot of times love comes from just being there for you, that type of thing. Um, and, and I think you flipping it from, maybe you're looking at it from like a, a, a parent type of thing, right? Where it's like the child saying, I love you, but I don't respect you. But if you flip it in that instance too, where the parents a lot of times love their kids, but then don't respect what they become, right? Don't don't respect the, the moms who their sons are drug dealers and stuff like that. They don't respect their children uh, or what they're doing, right? You, you're you're scamming and that's what you do. And I don't respect that. And, and, and so you can't be in my house and this, that, and other, but that doesn't mean they don't love them, right? They, they want the best for them. They're praying for them. You hear it all the time. I'm praying for you to get better. I'm praying for you to do better. I'm praying for that. So that shows you that level of love, but that lack of respect right there. And I think that happens a lot of times too, where you'll see a lot, uh, where sons, their dads beat them, but they took care of them, right? It's like, yeah, you beat on me or whatever, but I had a roof over my head, food on the table. You know, he was there when I really needed him. He did protect me, but I don't respect him because he abused me. Right. And, and so I, I definitely think you can. Yeah. Yeah. You see that a lot. Uh, but I, I think a lot of times it is they because they do love them. And that's why a lot for a lot of DVs and stuff like that, it's hard to leave because they love them, but they don't respect them. Like they 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 do love them. And they like I, I see the good. Sometimes I see the twinkle in their eye. I see when they're not drinking and how loving they are. Uh, but then they go out and they drink and so they come home and they you know throw stuff and all of that like I think they're very separate things um, that you can't have a love for somebody and still not respect them because of the things that they do but you still want to hold on because you love them Um, and unfortunately that love can be derived from a lot of different things right Stockholm Syndrome is is one that you kind of start to hear about right where I, I love you because of that you raise me, so I love you because you're my parent, but I don't respect you because you do diff- these things. So I, I, I definitely think, and and I think what you're talking about, Ferg, that, that respect of you show them respect because you're scared or something like that, but that doesn't mean you 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 don't love them because of that, right? So it, it's it's a lot of dynamics in there, but I, I ultimately I do think you can love somebody and not respect them. So let me step in real quick, Buff, because I know you're about to go because I can see your wheels spinning. So, <laughs> Rizzy, what you said made me think of something, and I think we talked about this before. Maybe we just talked about it aside, uh, but I'm going to address what you were saying about the father figure. I think sometimes because, like, he kept a roof over my head, he worked two jobs, he did also we respect what he did. Like, we respect the hard work and the things, the sacrifices he made for the family and stuff like that. But like the way he treats your mom or he did this, or you don't like you don't do that or there's a certain it's, it's a mixture. So I still think there's a respect because it's what you've done. And when I think about it, I think love is more about me. Like I'm you know, like you're a loving person because you love like you're taught to love. Respect is more about you, your actions and what you've done to garner that respect. Because I think as a community, we're so loving and forgiving. We're taught to love. That was the biggest thing they could do. Teach us how to love everybody and get along, reach out and touch somebody's hand, all that stuff. 
that's the reason we're so forgiving. That's part of the reason we're in the predicament we're in. You know, like we, you know, we, somebody can go shoot up a church and we're just like, well, pray for them, you know, and, you know, pray for the family of like, no, it's like, we're so loving because we're taught to love. You know, we grew up in the church and, you know, the church taught us love and forgiveness and kindness and stuff like that. We don't necessarily respect them, but we're still taught to love everybody, you know, love thy neighbor, love all this stuff. And so we're taught to love. So that's more about what we're doing, regardless of me respecting you for what you do. Back to what you were saying, Rosie, about the the parents that love their the drug dealing son or the daughter that's out here being permitted. We just we're just taught to love everybody and um, you might respect them, but you love them. So buff, give yeah. it to us. Go ahead and give us the right, the right answer. No, nah, man, you guys. Uh, I I think you guys have pretty much. I'm still not sure on my answer. I I think this is the best I can do. If if I lose my respect for you, then whatever love I have for you is meaningless. Like it's it's really like yeah, I may still love you, but I'm not. I'm probably not doing anything for you. I'm not going out of my way for you. You can't count on me for anything like that. If I lose respect for you and it takes a lot because I don't like I've, I've said this many times on this podcast before. My dad was not a perfect man. You know, he did a lot of things that I forgave him for, but I never lost respect for him. I never lost love for him. I didn't like some of the things he did. But when you look at the totality of his life and what he went through and how he was raised, it gave me better understanding and accepting because I do believe that, you know, people's behavior, there is a causality to it at times. And when learning how he was raised and everything he went through, it was easy to forgive the things that he did, but I still never lost respect for him. So for me, if I lose respect for you, that means in my eyes, you haven't even tried to be a decent person at all because I don't mind loving someone or even having respect for someone that 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 has a, a vice that had that that falls a lot that fails a lot all i all i need to see is you genuinely trying trying to be better trying to do better when i no longer see that and i lose respect for you even if i still love you cuz i think you guys make some great points and i can't i can't argue them so all i can say is well if i do still love you but I've lost respect for you. My love is probably worthless to you. Those are bars, bro. I mean, you just made me yeah. think. And when you said lose respect, I think that's a whole nother. There's like, that's why I said there's levels. To, just like there's levels to love, there's levels to respect. And we try to put it all in one bucket. There's people that you mm-hmm. just like, you you know, you have the utmost respect for. I have the utmost respect for you guys. There's people just you respect because, you know, like, oh, I see a black man on the street. There's just respect. Yeah. You know, like you know, I, yo, literally, I respect, walk, this respect. I respect you this, know, like but, you know, you're like respect. You know, <laughs> you know, um, and then I think there's a general level of respect. Like, so I'll go back to my dad. Like, I don't think I've ever lost respect for him. I think he just has this basic level, like it's like basic cable of respect. You know, is you know, no extra channels, nothing. You know, nothing, not the same respect I, I, I have for had for Kenny for raising me like his own, my mom you guys the people that's like it's just it's not and so because of the basic level of respect I'm going to do certain things for you as long as it doesn't you know it's almost like when you go to main event or, or Chuck E. Cheese and 
like if respect gave you game you got game tickets for respect you know it's like you want to ask me to do is like you're looking at the wrong wall you do not qualify for these <laughs> prizes right here you know <laughs> if Rizzi said hey bro move, fly to fly to Birmingham help me drive down do this 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 and that with the kids if like I can manage it I'll do it because of my level of respect for you but at the same time it's like dog can you know I stay around you know you got to drive an hour and help me move my furniture and stuff like that it's like yeah my level of respect for you is not that you know I'll put some on a, a U-Haul for you you know like and it's, it's, it's those things it, it it's it's the difference in that and, you know like respect is like game tickets like you know you depend on how many game tickets you won respect tickets you won is what you qualify for so you know there's people getting bubble gum you know the hard bubblicious you know and then there's people like oh so so you got a a ps5 from Chuck E. cheese yeah but ps5 from Chuck E. cheese you know got 12 million (laughs) tickets you know Yeah, I think that, that, and, and maybe, that's, sweet, that's, that's that, maybe that's what I'm thinking through is when you say I don't respect you, that's that's the level I'm putting them on is the the basic like I'm being cordial respectful, like like I don't have any like true respect for you where it's like I'm gonna go that extra yard or or I'm I'm talking about you if I'm not bringing up your name and using you as an example when I'm talking about this thing and I'm like I have this much respect for you on that. That's the level when I say I, I can love you and not respect you. Like to be completely yeah. disrespect, like I, I I agree there. I can't love you and totally have you on this whole I'm disrespecting you. Cause at that point that love has turned to hate. Like if I if I feel like I'm yeah. going to disrespect you, if I got you on that level where like you you are you are below minimum acceptable normal type of respect then yeah i i don't think they can go as this because at that point i do think i've gone into some hate yeah I, I i can still i have family members who have lost respect for because of how they've treated and raised their families or didn't raise their families how they abandoned certain like so i have i've lost respect for them i love them just because they're their blood and you know i i love seeing them you know, just because, you know, if it's a family outing and it's just everybody's around, it just adds to the ambiance and excitement of just seeing people. But I I have little to no respect for them. Like, I've lost respect for them. Like I said, with my dad, it's just he has that basic level, maybe a little more. You know, he's doing better. You, you know, you pray, like you said, you pray for them to get better. You pray for them to be so I still because I love you. I want you to be better. I want you to be healthy. I want you to get your your life together. You know, I always pray for those things. But yet and still, you know, there's people like, man, I can give two about you, man. I want you to do okay because the people who do love you and have still respected you or still have respect for you are linked to you and when you do bad it it hurts them and adds pressure to them so i want you to do good just because i don't want to see byron hurt you know so that's a good question man but i think we're probably at that uh that that mark so i'm gonna yield my question all right look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and 
What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I think we had some really good conversations today, fellas. I enjoyed myself. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Um, let's go ahead and close it on out, then. So, um, I started out yelling Coco. I'll spare y'all that. But uh, before I get to Coco, I do want to say, you know, Tucker Carlson continues to be, and I think he likes being dangerous or reckless. I don't know what it is, but he has a show on X, formerly known as Twitter. But uh, he had an interview with 45. And at one point he said, you know, if you win the primary, do you fear that liberals will kill you? to keep you from becoming president. I think it's reckless to even put that idea out there. And like, even 45 was kind of like, uh, hey, yo, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> but it, it was kind of crazy. And and he also had, um, I don't even want to get this dude, I don't want to name this guy because I don't want to give him any more publicity than he's trying to get. But apparently there's a guy who's out there saying that he had a relationship with uh Obama and he interviewed him like this guy as far as I know has like no nothing to back him up but it's just to put him out there to give him a platform just to you know take a shot at Barack Obama which again is reckless I would think if you're going to even pretend to act like you are a journalist or a serious interviewer to at least look into it verify some things see if this guy's a quack or a clown and and if and and if he is, don't have him on there, which more than likely he is. But no, not Tucker. He had him on there. So, see, you said a couple of key things. You talked about interviewer, journalist. That's <laughs> not what sells, bro. <laughs> like people, people don't. That same reason they got these hot chip challenges. People, <laughs> it, people don't need logic. People want yeah. excitement. They want that. They want those ideas, and it sells. You know, that's why all these reality shows and all this stuff is like those things. Yeah. Um, you don't really need real good content. You just need entertainment. So he, that was an entertaining interview to the he, point where you're bringing it up on yeah, the show. Yeah, he's. He, I, I just think he's reckless, man. Uh, but yeah, that sells. Uh, but yeah, I, I do want to get back to to Coco. Congratulations, Miss Golf. Nineteen years old. Won your first major Grand Slam title. That $3 million purse don't hurt either that you won with it. You beat the woman that's going to be the number one uh, tennis play- women's tennis player coming come Monday. So on Monday, she's going to officially be the number one player. That's who Coco Golf just beat. My hope is that her and Naomi Osaka have like a good, friendly rivalry for years to come. That'll be pretty dope to watch. But the main thing, the main reason I wanted to bring Coco Golf and her win up was because after she won her title, the very first person she hugged was her father. And to me, that's a big deal because so many athletes, entertainers, artists, anybody who gets a platform, they thank mama, they hug mama, they love mama. Deservedly so. Deservedly so. Not taking anything from others. But if you listen to Kevin Durant's MVP speech, you would think his father was never around. His dad, his dad not only was in his life, his dad just not long ago finished working 
across the street from the Capitol. He worked at the Library of Congress, if I'm not mistaken. Like, his dad was in his life, but to casual fans, it's like, oh, it was just him and his mom. Like, nah, his dad was there too. Moms get so much love, so it's always just cool to see an athlete, especially it hit me hard because I have a daughter. So to see this young woman go and embrace her father before anyone else, I may be making more than what it is, but to me, it was dope. I love seeing it, and I really appreciate it. She talked about him in her speech, too. Just going to throw that out there since we're... <laughs> yeah, go since ahead. We're doing yeah, it. I mean, she yeah. she talked about, you know, how she loved her dad, and they mentioned it. You know, how that she was her first him. time seeing him cry. <laughs> yeah, it's the first time seeing him cry. There are fathers in these lives, and I mean, like Byron said, mothers, you guys are doing a great job. You get a lot of your flowers while you're here. And, you know, it's good to see that, especially for our young black girls. I love I love everything about Coco. Like, I love her poise. I love how she carries herself. And, you know, I think that's in large part to her parents. But I, I want to say that her dad and, you know, has a part of plays a part of that. So um, I'm done. Uh, I don't want to see your thunder buff. Keep going. That's all I got, man. It was just cool. Like, it actually makes you appreciate watching her fail a couple of years ago. Like, watching her come up short, even earlier this year, come up short, and to finally break through that. It was just awesome to watch, man. That's all. I plan on... I miss Serena. I'm not missing Coco. I'm going to a U.S. Open. If not next year, two years from now, but I'm going, I want to see Coco. That's all I got. Let me know. You know I'm always down for a trip, so... <laughs> yes, sir. I, I, was yes, already, sir. I was already looking at it. <laughs> okay, okay, let's just up there. Okay, see, this is how I go. This is how it starts. <laughs> you said two years, and we'll be there next year because we're like, so we going? That's all. That's all my text is gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. um, but I, I, I had something to talk about, but I want to kind of piggyback off what you you were saying. Is I think a lot of that. I want to thank my mom, thank my mom, thank my mom comes from just those historical gender roles of mom being the one that drove them to practice that was there all the time. Right. And I want to challenge dads to find that work life balance and be there too. take your kids to those practices and stuff. Be there at those practices because mom's there watching and that's what they see mom's at every game you you are the one that's making the choice to say uh, i can't make this game i gotta go into the office or i can't you know i'm gonna be out of town on this one and so you're missing games where mom's there and so that's why moms get a lot of those flowers a lot of times and i'm, I'm not saying that's wrong or whatever i mean y'all gotta make hey you gotta pay the bills first you gotta make it work but as much as you can be there man be there because i you know i'm the only one and so i'm i'm taking the kids everywhere and i see the difference in how they talk about treated me when jen was the one taking them to everything right it like she would take them on literally take them on vacations every year with just her because as a stay-at-home mom summer rolled around i didn't see the kids for almost a month sometimes in the summer because she's like we're going here we're going there we're going there and i'm like well i got one week of vacation so i'm gonna be with y'all this week but there are other weeks y'all do whatever y'all gonna do and so you know it's it it is much much different when you're there even if it is you just got to leave the office so that you can be at the practice at 5 30 instead of staying that late night or going to that after hour event and and we see that a lot of times where women end up 
their career slow down because of that. They're the ones leaving at five while the guys are staying there doing the after hours thing, going to the happy hour with the guys or the, you know, the management and everything. And that's a lot of times how they're getting these promotions and stuff. So make that concerted effort, man. Talk to your wife, be like, yo, I got him this day. You, you stay and you go to the after hour thing. You hit up the, the, um, happy hour with your office and I'm going to get the kids and I'm going to leave early. So make that make that balance, man, and be there for the kids. And maybe you'll get some of those flowers, too. That needed to be said. Well said, bro. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, really great points. And I think we'll that was actually kind of one of my questions. So we'll follow up on that next week. But a couple of things. So speaking of kids, uh, shout out to my mini me. Got his first haircut today. <laughs> um, did a really good job. <laughs> You know, you know that, yeah. the old saying: once uh, once you're old enough to get a head uh, edge up, you're old enough to uh, get a job. So, uh, <laughs> TJ, they're hiring. We're looking for a job. But secondly, um, I had the pleasure of hosting the Navy Recruiting Command today. They came out and spoke to some of our lamplighters about scholarship opportunities. And in no form or fashion, I'm promoting anybody to go to the military anything like that. But I, I just urge parents, especially some of our listeners who might have kids who are becoming of college age and want to go to school and they're struggling to pay for college. There's there's not much harder than going to college and not knowing how you're going to pay for it. I'm telling you this. I, 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 I as an adult, I look back and realize that a lot of my well, a lot of my struggle through college was finances. And because I can deal with that it led to depression. I was dealing with depression in college because of that, you know, and I, I, I say that to say, explore options, explore different things. And if your kids are thinking about college and are on a college path, look at other options outside of just enlisting them in things. And rising might hate me for this. And don't. And I said this in our meeting today, the army and the Marines have a monopoly on our black youth. Those are the people who our kids are. I was talking to one of the recruiters and the, she goes to a school. The first thing kids ask her, are you with the army? They don't know about the Navy. They don't know about the air force. And especially your kids who are intelligent enough to get the test scores and getting not even test. Scores, they can get into college. Do you know the ACT SAT prep scores? SAT, uh, they have the GPA and these things aren't as demanding as you would think. There's so much money out there for like Navy ROTC. Mm-hmm. There is so in the career paths and uh, they're coming out and Rizzi and I were both lucky in that we were able to go to medical and Rizzi was able to go to logistics but a lot of these army and marine jobs and stuff that, like that, especially if you stay enlisted, aren't things skills that are transferable in the real world like being an army and nothing wrong with an army cook or a truck driver you can drive a truck but you're not going to come out being able to drive trucks in the civilian world like there are certificates and stuff and these other branches a lot of these more technical branches offer especially as you get a degree that are just so beneficial to your kids. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to sell you on this. I'm saying look into other opportunities. Do not go straight. Don't not just look at the army, the Marines, not just look at just being enlisted. There is some money out there for these kids. 
Um, they are looking for minorities. They are um, looking for young officers. It's a great opportunity. If I knew then what I knew now, I probably should have been an Navy ROTC. I mean, yeah, because I think, yeah, yeah. Um, FAM has Navy, right? Because I know like UAB has Army. Both. Or, uh, so, oh, okay. Yeah. So, and so you look no, at that. I, 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 it surprised me when course, you said course, that. I, I think you know, I might say had Navy. Oh, okay. So I, I was surprised when you were like, um, you know, I'm, I might hate on it or, or say something. No, I totally agree, man. Look, every option is an option. Uh, and I, I think that's really what it comes down to is figuring out what works the best for you. And if it is yeah. ROTC, if it is dual enrollment, right, where you're ROTC or um, yeah, where you're ROTC, but you're still in the reserves and, and those types of things like there's so many opportunities for you to be paid, to get a skill, to get experience, get knowledge, uh, get leadership training, and then be able to go out into the real world. Um, and sometimes it might be, Hey, I need, I don't know what I want to do. I'm going to take these three years. I'm gonna go active duty and I'm gonna figure it out. And yeah. then I'm going to come and I got money yeah. for college and yeah. everything. It's, 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 so it's I, I am, I'm 100% cool and, and support something other than going to college and, and uh, military or, um, you know, trade schools, those types of things are 100% on the table. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it definitely is. Cause we had one person in there that was, she went enlisted and then, uh, got commissioned and stuff like that. And I'll leave you with this. The reason I brought this up is because when we're talking about college and a lot of the careers are intransferable, you know, when, um, the brother that I was connected with brother Jackson was talking. One of the last things he said is like, look at the Navy. It's like the STEM branch of the military. There's a high focus in STEM. If you can just start thinking about that. And then you look at it because a lot of people don't know much about the Navy. They don't know much about the air force. They know the army and the Marines. And I say that to say these college students, these people that People I was talking to were engineers, had degrees in, in electrical, mechanical engineering. They're driving ships. They're doing all these things. And it's like masters and had a bachelor's in electrical. They to move up to do whatever she wanted to do. They pay for her to go back to college to get her her master's in mechanical because mm-hmm. they're the STEM branch in the military. It's like and she made a career. Out of she's probably a little little younger than us. And she's about to retire next year. So, all right, fellas, with that being said, three brothers, no sense. Six rules of podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment. Most importantly, listen again. Talk to you next week.